Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hey there, welcome again to Growing in Grace. My name is Joel Brzezinski. They call me the Breeze Man. Along with me, Mike Kapler, the Cap Band. We're getting ready to, uh, well, we are. We're sat down right here getting ready to discuss God's love and grace. Uh, nothing better under the sun to talk about. We love talking about this stuff. And of course, the hope is that it leads to you know, the actual living out of love and grace. I mean, we're not just talking love and grace just because it's great stuff to talk about. Yes, it is great stuff to talk about, but God's love for us and his devotion to us, his kindness, his mercy, we need to get grounded in that, and hopefully the fruit of that will be uh, that we'll turn around and be able to be uh, devoted in showing that same love and grace to other people. Uh, But in the meantime, here we are, just wanting to learn more and more about God's awesome love and grace. And so how's uh, the cap this week? Yeah, what you said, Joel. I I echo. I echo your sentiments. Uh, (laughs) I'm glad you're not echoing my sediment, because I've got this water heater that we've had for just two years, and it's already rocking and crackling and all this stuff. Uh Like, all this sediment is built... Uh, is building up in the bottom. I don't know why it's only two years, but I guess it's just hard so water. Do you, have, do you have to get a plumber for that? Because I remember uh, on Facebook you were talking about your water heater yeah, a couple of years that ago. That was just two years ago. Yeah. And uh, we ended up, it was at the time, it was 15 or 20 years old. I think the water heater was 20 years old. And when they <laughs> when they took that old one out, they said it was so heavy that you know, they had to drag it over to this. Uh, drain that we have in the floor of the basement and they just had to, all this junk came out but anyway um after only two <laughs> years it's got all this sediment built back up and, and anyway it's kind of off the point here but when you said sentiment i thought of sediment and <laughs> the problems that we're going through in this household right now yeah because we we got one shortly after you did so and oh. ours was pretty old too but hmm. um yeah all right well moving moving on from <laughs> from joel's water heater um <laughs> I liked what we talked about last week. Uh, I think after the program got done, I, I told you, man, that one that one went by pretty fast. But uh, let's branch off of that. We've been talking for a number of weeks now about the nature of grace, and more recently, uh, over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about things that we under grace are discovering, uh, or hopefully we should discover. And so um, let's focus on something here, Joel, called um, devotion. And I, I know earlier in our series, we, we did talk briefly about devotion. And different people will think different things, even when I say the word, because I can remember uh, many years back, I used to talk to a lot of people in the church world who would have devotions. Hmm. And that's usually where they either by themselves or with other people, quite often by themselves, they would just get together with God and, and pray and have Bible time. And we're not here to knock that. It's just that when it comes to devotion, a lot of times people think that the reason that we want to show devotion to God or, or have some sort of devotion is to try to create some sort of outward evidence of our desire to love God. I'm not sure if I'm wording this quite right, but I'm, I'm trying to get there. Uh, we, we often feel a, a need to, if nothing else, to show ourselves, sometimes others, 
that we have a, a dedication to God and um, that in turn, God will sometimes bless us because of that devotion and dedication. Yeah, we kind of have things backwards, I think. And and in a sense, I think we don't even really know what devotion really is. Because, I mean, if if devotion to God, to you, is a matter of trying hard to come up with a sense of devotion towards God, a sense of worship towards God, then you're missing it right off the bat, because devotion, and I'll bring the word worship into this too, devotion, worship, all this, it's a heart thing. It's a thing of the heart. It's not a performance thing. It's not something that we can work up through our performance. It's, it's a desire thing. And where does that desire come from? Again, if we're trying to work up a desire, perform enough to show God that we are devoted to him, that we worship him, then, then we've missed it. Because really, devotion, and, and, and let's bring love into this too, you know, all these wonderful words. <laughs> uh, they're just really, they are, but they are really good words. Devotion, worship, love, all of these things come first to us from God, not from our own uh, efforts or, or performance. And so when it comes to devotion and, and having a heart of devotion, I think sometimes we have things uh, a little bit backwards. Yeah, you know, uh, recently on one of our podcasts, we were kind of sort of humorously uh, kidding around about the two students. One uh, got uh, on his test, he got 612 questions right, but missed one. And then somebody else comes along and gets one question right on his test. He didn't have to go through the, the, the whole big test necessarily that the previous student had to. He's a new student. He just moved here. Uh, he didn't have to do all the studying that this kid did because he was transferred from another school. But he got one question right and, and, and passed the test, whereas the other guy who got all but one question correct, got all the questions correct but one, uh, he failed the test. Grace isn't always fair. Mm-hmm. And we're right. thankful for that, by the way. That's a good thing for all of us. And so when this thing, you know, at the end of last week's program, we were talking about how our standing before God, your standing before him has nothing to do with anything that you do. There's not one work or action that you can perform that is going to give you right standing before God. It has nothing to do with your devotion, your dedication, your uh, ability to try to produce fruit. Uh, It has nothing to do with any of that. That was at the end of last week's program, if you want to go check it out at growingingrace.org. And so somebody might come along and say, well, what about, you know, people as they grow and they mature in the Christian life, shouldn't they begin to develop mature actions and, you know, do more spiritual stuff? And um, They say it just like that, too. <laughs> that's how, you'd be surprised. Um, but, and, and so here's the thing. Um, Let's, let's assume for a minute that you've got this believer right here who has been sincerely uh, loving God, and they have grown in grace, and they, they have learned to abide in the Spirit in a way to where they are being led by the Spirit more, they're, they're being guided by Him, they're hearing His voice, and in turn, what pr- is being produced there is fruit of the Spirit— the spirit producing fruit through that believer. Whereas you got somebody else over here who maybe hasn't developed or grown, maybe even over a long period of time in their Christian life. 
maybe they just haven't understood it very well. Maybe the different choices they've made could be, you know, low self-esteem. It could be a lot of different things as to the reasons why uh, the same fruit isn't coming forth from them. But here's the point. The good fruit that was coming forth out of the maturing believer was the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit that's not coming forth out of the other person over here, this other believer, is also the fruit of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but it, it may not be uh, evidenced very well. It may not be manifesting itself as well out of that particular believer. My point is, there are people out there who even, without even realizing it, they're taking credit for the fruit of the Spirit. Yeah, like you say, either way... It's about the fruit of the Spirit and not about the fruit that we can muster up and try to produce. Just to echo what you were saying there, a person can be doing all kinds of things that look really, really good, and and they can be doing it apart from trusting in or uh, consciously abiding in the Spirit. And a person can be doing a whole bunch of uh, things that aren't, that don't look like the fruit of the Spirit, and and in the same way, (laughs) they're doing it not by the Spirit. And so the, the hope is to get people to understand that things like uh, what we're talking about, devotion for God and love and and worship and all these things, they come from resting, abiding in the Spirit, not from us trying to muster these things up. Yeah, so our devotion to God, our love for Him, our desire to want to draw even closer. I mean, I, I, I know we're, we're as close as we can get positionally speaking, but to to grow in our understanding of who he is and what he has done, that's a good thing. But our our desire, our dedication, our devotion to to want more of that, or even when that is is being displayed, under grace, what we discover is it's it's because God reached out to us while we were not worthy, Mm -hmm. while we were not devoted, while we were not dedicated. And he received us. The blessings and the, the acceptance of God does, does not come because of our so-called devotion to him. Yeah, and let's just uh, maybe look at it this way, too. Let's just say you're hearing what we have to say, and you want to, you want to be more dedicated to God. You want to love God more. You want to have genuine, true, heartfelt worship, but you feel like uh, you're failing in all of that. Where we would point you to is, first of all, grow in and and understand more and more his devotion to you, his love for you, how much glory and honor he has crowned you with, apart from, like Cap was saying, apart from us being worthy of it, apart from us ever having done anything to deserve it. He has crowned us with glory and honor. He loves us. He is wholly devoted to us, W-H-O-L-L-Y, wholly devoted to us. And let yourself rest in that. Just let yourself be totally drenched in that, not worrying about your devotion for God, not worrying about how heartfelt your worship is or how much you love Him. And as you soak yourself in His devotion and in His love towards you and in the new creation that he has made you apart from anything you've ever done or have ever been worthy of, then that will hopefully, you know, sink in and a a more natural progression, so to speak, of of devotion and love will grow in you, will form in you. And uh, and you'll find that 
It's a, it's a more natural thing. It's not something that you, you've been striving to do or, or trying to accomplish on your own. And it's not something that you're trying to get your performance up to a certain level so that you'll have this devotion or, or worship towards God. It'll be something that is, is forming naturally in you as you find out more and more about God's devotion and love for you. Yeah, so it's blessing first, devotion second. Don't reverse that order because that puts us back under law not grace. You know, look, devotion may follow, but blessing blessing comes first because of what you were just talking about, Joel, the, the, the free gift that God provided for us through his son, Jesus Christ. And devotion may follow, but it doesn't always. And just be careful about wagging your finger at those who you think maybe not following through on their duty as a Christian because uh, the fruit just isn't evident there. Just remember whose fruit it is to begin with, and because a lot of people start boasting in themselves with that stuff. But this is all, this is all so great that uh, we've been unconditionally accepted by the creator of the universe. Yeah, and that unconditional love is what God wants us to believe. So uh, next week, <laughs> let's talk about something, Cap. Let's talk about repentance. What goes through your mind when you think about repentance? Does it mean stop doing all the bad things and start doing all the good things? Well, we're going to repent of that meaning of repentance next week right here on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.